Welcome back in, everyone, on night number five here at the 2023 Phoenix Challenger. Alex Gruskin joined by the man himself. Of course, you know him best as the host of KickServerRadio.com. It is our dear friend Andy Zoden. Andy, first of all, you've been doubling not just here as my podcast co-host. You've been on the court as well, introing these players, asking them questions. How is day five here Day in five has been great, and I would have to say, Alex, we have to keep meeting like this. Yeah. Right? We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bring him in. Oh, Nathan. We're going to go for a few minutes first, if that's all right. We no. We're going to get on. We are going to absolutely we're do gonna it. We're going to have Nathan. Johnny Levine no, is calling the, the shot. So we had this going, and yeah, now when the head honcho calls wow, the shot. Tells we have you it's, him. it's over. That's it. So we'll have a guest here later tonight. Right, Nate, we will stick definitely close, do that. But I do yes. want to ask you yes. first again. Day number five. Talk to me. What we've been seeing out on Saturday. We court. have seen the return of the great Matteo Berrettini, who <laughs> okay. just seems to own this court. He's undefeated on it and I asked him after the match what is it Matteo that makes you so comfortable on this particular tennis court is it the palm trees yeah is it the view of downtown or is it the fact that about 50% of the female population of Phoenix, Arizona seems to show up for your oh, matches. swooning just right. everywhere. They're still, they're waiting on him. I to would come. too. Again, yeah. I get it. No, the guy, <laughs> the, you know, the, he, they don't give out Hugo Boss contracts yeah, to, to guys anyone. like us. Yeah, right? <laughs> to guys like us. Like Speak a, for yourself. Yeah, well, I'm still right. on the rise. Here. You know who else I absolutely love is the kid that you just talked to which was Alex Kovacevic. He mm-hmm. is he has taken the role that JJ Wolf had last year. Mm-hmm. The young up and coming exciting American that you can't help but love, you can't help but root for. Now you know this kid a lot better than I do. Sure. You made the comment that you didn't feel like he had his best serving day, but with that being said, he still gets by a tough customer and the mm-hmm. veteran Richard Gasquet. Yeah, if you like one-handed backhands, that was the match for you. And it was a clinic. News, yeah, you can find the replays on ATPChallenger.com or ATP Challenger TV. I think that's probably your most notable result of the day because I think one of the biggest storylines right now across all of tennis, but men's tennis in particular, American men's tennis is just freaking back. Like for the first time since, dare I say, you were competing, since it was boy, the days boy. of Johnny Levine and yeah, Andy Zoden. It's a been different. a while. I know since we've had this much depth in American men's tennis. And it feels like now you can turn to 15 names that are all solid top 100 players, Kovacevic being one of them. But obviously you have the headliners, Korda, Tiafo, Paul. We all know about them, Fritz, what they've been able to do. But, you know, it's this next generation of, I call them middle-class Americans. It's the, you know, obviously Tiafos of the world, Shelton's on the rise, the Mackie McDonald's, the Marcos Garones, the Alexander Kovacevic's. American tennis is back, and that's it's, why it's great to have an event like this here in the States. It's back from a depth perspective. It's back from you've got plenty of guys in the draw that you can relate to that you want to come watch. Sure. But you're not back till somebody wins a slam. Let's say plays a major final. Okay. I would be good with that. But I think to get back to where we once were with Agassi and Sampras, prior to that with Connors and McEnroe, you know, obviously Courier and Chang. These guys, these guys were major winners, and I think that these guys right now are extremely talented, and they show very well for American tennis. Mm-hmm. But to call us back before we have a guy play a major final, let alone win one, I think we still got a little ways to go. Let's look again. We call in my. This is my. This is the millennial generation, right? right. We grade on a curve. Everyone gets the participation <laughs> oh, trophy. Yeah. This, uh, I'll okay, be accused of it again here. Um, no, I. 
I mean, I get to say it for the first time. You're just wrong, Andy, which is fine. Like, everyone no. gets to be wrong. Everyone has Listen. their flaws. This is yours. Um, you know, it's, again, Masters 1000 title champion, Taylor Fritz, Tommy Paul, Australian Open semifinalist, Francis Tiafo, U.S. Open semifinalist, Indian Wells semifinalist. It's the totality of things. And you're right. The formal capital B-A-C-K back, the, you know, yeah, that we're not there until you're right. We get that signature Grand Slam victory. I can see that in the truest sense of the word. But do I think American men's tennis is now breaking through the mainstream American sports conscious? I do. Like, I just think, there, and there are enough, I would say, you get enough bites at the apple, something's going to stick. You know, maybe Fritz isn't for you. Fine, we've got Francis Tiafo. Maybe you don't like Francis Tiafo. Well, Americans love dynasties. Sebastian Corda comes from the Corda family dynasty, right? That's your Clintons. That's your Kennedys. Those are the, the, the true bred American family there in Sebi Corda. His sisters are athletes. Parents were athletes. He's an athlete. You don't like that? Fine, let's go Ben Shelton, who's just pure explosion. You don't like that? How about we go with the mullet of J.J. Wolf, who does bring you back to the 1980s with his fashion? Or the clean-cut Kova. I just think... There's a little bit for everything now. And you mentioned it, it's the depth. It's like not since it was, and I'll, I already used this bit on you, but it's like, oh, Buffaro at number 67 in the world or whatever. We're back to that era again. And your youthful exuberance is adorable. <laughs> it, it truly is. But 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 to, to say that I'm wrong, y you'll learn over time. Yeah. What are you, 27 years? I mean, that's exactly. There that's you so go. Fair, there that's enough. Fair. Okay, fair enough. I can rent a car now. Right. That's good. Yeah. And you can drink, and that's fine. And it's, <laughs> apparently you have been before the show <laughs> but 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 again the fact of the matter is is that everything that you're saying i i do absolutely agree with in the corda dynasty i mean nelly corda winning majors in golf does not equate to we're back in men's tennis <laughs> so just bear Are in you mind sure? yeah i'm pretty sure because i see this two, golf court they're always right, related no, 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 we, sure? i think you're getting a little bit enamored with what okay, you're looking okay. at okay. which the is the backdrop club. of the country club of uh, phoenix country club's golf course but no i think i think the, the the truth of the matter is somewhere in between where you're at with it and where i but but honestly the way you romanticize about where American tennis is right now is exactly what we need. And I think what the sport deserves, because you are seeing guys that are what we would say maybe denting draws. Sure. They're getting to the second week of majors and they're getting close to have, you know, I, I was talking to Bill Scanlon about it a few years ago. And at the time we had five American players in the top hundred. Mm -hmm. Now I think we've got 10 in the top 50. Yeah. Right. So, so things have definitely come a long way. I'm just yearning for Champ. that that Andy Roddick moment, you know, where you get out there on center court at, at the Billie Jean King National Tennis Center or Arthur Ashe Stadium and see a guy playing for a major championship again in the singles. No, I get it. I mean, again, I like that you say romanticizing American men's tennis. Some people are married to their spouse. I'm married to the game, as right. you well know. And yes, the game right now for American men's tennis is certainly on the rise it is fascinating, though, there's only one American, right, left in the draw here in singles, at least. Now, plenty of fun Americans in action tonight, including a team that's been ranked number one in the world as recently as this season in doubles, Rajiv Ram versus Joe Salisbury. So be sure to stick around here through our two matches right. uh, throughout the course of our night session. Um, but... I mean, we talked a little bit about, about Berrettini yesterday. He's the headliner. Right. Everyone knows. Serve, forehand, it's the real deal. Is there anyone else to you, Andy, whose tennis has stood out where you think, you know what? This per and Kova aside as well, who you think, you know what? They could win this darn event. 
Emil Rusevori. Okay. Now, I, I, I don't even know his result today. I think he got so knocked down three by Halise. I didn't want to say He got knocked down it. three by Halise. Yeah. Okay, so so Quentin Halise is your answer. I don't get yeah. back to those backcourts. Yeah, of course. Hopefully, you cracked rackets guys are back there yeah. in the back. Oh, the we're week. scouting for I, you. I, you know, I'm on center court. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a center court only kind of guy. So, yeah. I watched Rusevori. The he, big wig. He, he should have beaten Zverev yeah. at Indian Wells. Should have. And, and, and Halise, I mean, here's a guy that's, you know, doing big things in the singles and yeah. the doubles. And that's, you know, kind of an under-the-radar guy. But he sure. does get he he is definitely a giant killer at times. Um, I, I you know I love I love your boy Kovacevic and um, a lot of Berrettini. Good. You know then you've got a guy like John Young Leonard Struth. Yeah, sure. Who was just talking to you earlier? The big German who took out Tanasi Kokonakis three and three <clears throat> in the first match of the day, and. You know that's a guy that can slug his way to a title. He showed up in the doubles final last year, so I think that. These guys that are in this draw that are left, I think it's it's any given Sunday. Yeah, no, Struff Dog's the inter uh, interesting one because he just has the weapons. I, it's non-negotiables. And, you know, again, it's funny. I don't have an equivalent for this on the men's side. On the women's side, I call it Serena Williams Power Tennis Country Club, which is the only right. country club I'm a member to. But Phoenix, if you're willing to help me front the buy-in, I'm in to be a member here if you want to keep me around. Um, but all of that I said— I don't see them lining yeah, up to offer that. There was okay. no response to that from the crowd, for those <laughs> curious at home. So fine, I guess I guess not. Um, we'll be a one-weekend wonder here. I can swear, I guess, then, Johnny, <laughs> yeah, since I won't exactly. be sticking around. But, no, I, I just— um, I think for Struff, on the right day, uh, with the right conditions, and these are slow, gritty conditions, so he has a little bit more time. It's funny, Alexander Kovacevic just said this phrase to me, you know, I can hit winners here and you can't. Like that's Struff is one of those guys where it doesn't really matter what's happening in the surface. So I think that's a really interesting pick. If I were to pick one guy who's most dangerous, I mean, Kovacevic has won two challengers in the past five weeks, so that is an easy He's the hot to stick. turn. Yeah, no doubt about that. I'm going to go with my guy Nuno Borges, though. Knocks okay. out second seed Diego Schwartzman in round number one. Right. A straight set victory for him today as well to advance who to did the he, Who did he take out today? He was a backcourt guy. It was a straight set win over someone. I can tell you. He okay. beat someone. He beat someone. Uh, who, yeah, that's someone a good, good win. Yes, yeah, it's a good win over okay, someone. That's I can tell impressive. you that. And in straight sets, too, over said someone. We're the podcast so. guys. Who? Yeah. Who? Oh, Roman Sefillian. Thank you. Okay, yes, that's you a go. good call. Who doesn't have the overwhelming weapon, but I'm telling you, on this slow, gritty surface, okay. Nuno's going to hit a kick serve. And you're going to say, is that Johnny Levine out there? Like, right. that's, I haven't seen one that good in that long. And, and that's so, that slow. Yeah, and that's slow, let me tell you. Well, that's, that's well said. Right. So, um, no, I, I just, I'm telling you, keep an eye on Nuno. Currently sitting at a career high, 80 in the rankings for him. Another former All-American in college, Mississippi State. When Nuno's a top 50 player a year from now, it should shock no one. And, you know, to become a top 50 player, you got to win events like this. So he, was, he would be a guy I would serve. And to talk and to, to become a top 50 player, sure. it's not a matter of just winning events. It's a matter of what you do with yourself as an athlete. And when you talked to him last night, you talked a lot about his improved level of athleticism. Yeah. What, what did he say about that, that you, you talked about the fact that he was a little bit of a, of a lean, maybe a lighter kind of guy, yeah. and now he's kind of jumped a weight class, if you will, and it shows with these results. You yeah, know, he would be the first to say it. He thinks he's the least athletic guy in the top 100, and some scholars are arguing that's very true. Uh, just, again, in terms of speed, fluidity, strength, all those different things, he's not a guy who's going to put up the eye-popping numbers in the gym. He could be a guy who's working out here this Phoenix Country Club gym, and the members surrounding him wouldn't know that that's one of the players in this event. He's not going to kill you with his 40 time, not going to kill you with his bench press numbers. So he's not going to win the he's not going to yeah. win the combine. Exactly. He's not going to win the underwear he Olympics. Is not. Exactly. Right. Okay. 
But he's going to be better at hitting a tennis ball than you. He's going to hit a kick serve that bounces shoulder height. He's going to have a first forehand that just knifes through the court. He's the real freaking deal. Also one of the nicest kids you will meet. And just, again, I think mentally he's unassuming. He, you know, he doesn't think he's above this challenger level. He's just enjoying the ride. And I think, especially with Miami on the horizon, I mean, who wouldn't want to be here for as long as possible? This gorgeous scenery in the background. But some of these players are like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of ready to go to the 315. Like, I'm right. kind of ready to go, go down to 11, go party at the clubs for a couple of right. nights before my tournament gets underway Wednesday or Thursday night. Nuno's not going to be one of those guys. I see him locked in. I see him focused, taking advantage of this 175 opportunity, which if he were to win would be his biggest title of his career. 175 points on the line. He's yeah. not going to be messing around. So he would be the guy I circle. Now, let me ask you, though, doubles pairings-wise. We've got some really good Ooh. doubles teams on the board. You go in chalk, you're going to take Rom Salisbury? I don't know how you don't at this yeah. point. I mean, those are the guys that, I mean, and... and, and Rampress? Exactly. Yeah. You know, he's got that Pete Sampras serve. And in Rajiv's case, I think he's playing tennis right now. He's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. You and I both know that. But he also has a very quiet chip on his shoulder. Okay. And it goes back to Davis Cup sure. last year when Marty Fish in his last yeah. stint as Hurrah. Davis Cup captain, now Bob Bryan is, is the new captain for those that haven't heard that, when he made the decision to pair Jack Sock with Tommy Paul in the decider and somehow or another – the best doubles player in the world who happens to be American is left off of that team when sure. they had a spot that they could have offered him. He's still he's still smarting from that, and he'll sure. tell you that. You could have also gone to Austin Krychek. There were options yeah. there. But Rajiv is, is a guy that he wants to prove every single time out there that that was a big mistake, and he and Salisbury, they're – you know, they're the reigning U.S. Open champions. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing is going to be too big for them. And, yes, I will, I will go with those guys until I see differently. little trivia. Here's tonight's trivia of the night. We did this last night. I'm still waiting for the shots you yes, owe me. Yes, let's go double or nothing. Yeah, double or nothing, exactly. Can I'm... you tell me the two colleges for Rajiv Ram, Joe Salisbury? Both <sighs> former collegiate athletes, oh. standouts. I bet you can guess Rampras. I'll give you another player who went there, Amir Delic. That would be Illinois. Correct. Look at okay. fist bump for accuracy. Shout Thank out you. to you. Appreciate so you're one for that. two. Right. Salisbury went where, though? Whew. I'm trying to think of a hint. Yeah, any kind of a hint. Is, is, okay, is can I give team... you a basketball player? Yes. Chris Douglas Roberts. 2005. Yeah, someone laughed in the crowd. They knew it. That was a good hint. Trust me. I mean, there's more obvious ones. Syracuse. No. I'll give you, what, you want another guess? Yes. Uh, they're a tiger. Is their mascot. Douglas Roberts. Non-power five. Ooh, non-power five, and they're a tiger. Yeah. I don't have a quarter. God. I don't have a dime. I have a nickel. But if I had this coin, I would also have their head coach in basketball. Okay, Memphis. Yeah, there we go. You like how Penny Hardaway. Yeah, right. well Thank done. You. We went. Got that it. was the long right. circle there. All you had to do there. was give me seven hints, and I got it. So <laughs> well, I figured if you couldn't get the dime, nickel, quarter, oh. yeah, we were going to be in trouble uh. there. But... No, I mean, again, a lot of former college guys in right. the top 50 of the yep. doubles rankings on the, and top 50 of the women's doubles rankings as well. If you want to be a good doubles player, go play college tennis. Go watch local college tennis. You get to see players like Nate Ponwith, who I'm sure is now wandering the ground somewhere. Yep. But obviously, we had the opportunity to see. And again, with all of that in mind, I do want to ask you because we have some podcast listeners who will hear this who maybe want to come to this event tomorrow. There are some people in the crowd who may not know about this event Talk to me about what we've got going on here on the grounds here at Phoenix over the next few days, particularly I know there's a chance for some people to engage with some of the people here tomorrow morning. So 
Yonex is yes. sponsoring and running a demo day here. Okay. Uh, from 9 to 11 uh, at the Phoenix Country Club. Uh, the the rep for this territory, Christine Johnson, who's one of the best reps in the business, lovely, is lovely in town out of Colorado. So she's uh, down the road from me, very dear friend. So she's going to be running that. So all of the people that come out in the morning are getting an opportunity to try that new technology. In particular, that V-Core mm-hmm. technology is really kind of setting the world on fire right now. I heard right it's now. okay. Yeah. yeah, it's better than okay. And a lot of these players are, are using Yonex. You're seeing it. Yeah, I really kind of feel like Yonex right now is where Babylon was when Andy was young and Rafa was coming sure. up. I like really 03 feel, range. Yeah, kind yeah. of that 03 to 07 range yeah. where they were just the stick. Yeah. And I think that's where Yonex is right now. And um, I know that uh, Nick Kyrgios has obliterated a few. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As well as... A few cracked rackets in yeah, his day. Exactly. Yeah. They have cracked some rackets. Yes. So he would qualify yeah. for your show just based on his... Fu- yeah. But uh, but no, we've got some great players that are that are using a chop of all of was using the V core but switched over to the E zone and a lot of uh, they've won a lot of slams and so I've, I'm on with the technology. I love the E zone plus. Of course, I'm a shorter guy. You may have noticed. <laughs> I need that extra reach going into the corners as a teaching pro. We don't like to move our feet, mm-hmm. so I need the extra. I need the extra. Uh, Lengthen that racket. But, yeah, so demo day tomorrow run by Yonex. And um, aside from that, you're just going to see great singles, great doubles, and great hospitality. We talked about it in our last podcast. What Johnny Levine does here is it it, it, it connects you to the country club and to this tennis Absolutely. on a number of levels. Yeah. No, I mean, to your point about the racket, Tommy Paul is using it now. Yeah. Francis Tiafo is using it now. We talked about this yesterday. Caroline Garcia is using it now. Donna Vekic is using it now. Everyone is using Jack it. Jack Sock. Yes, that, right. that was one I didn't expect. He's that smoking looked, some forehands with yeah. it, too. And those guys talk about some Americans. Well, we've got a few going good here. Yeah. Sock and Isner trying to defend their title at Indian Wells. Yeah. They're still going good as well. They're still alive, right? They are still alive. That's they should be. They might be playing the semis as we speak. Yeah. Or it may be a night match. I'm yeah. not sure when they go on. Well, I am curious because my final tangent for you here as we do see. Okay, Nate is in the background, so I'm going to ask him to join us in a moment Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Um, Tiafo in the semifinals, obviously, taking on Medvedev. To have him at Indian Wells, that's huge. But just the final fours in general. Sviantek taking on uh, Rabakina. That's an Australian Ooh. semifinal rematch. Sabalenka, wow. Sakari, two of the ten best wow. players in the world. That's a hell of a Medvedev, final Medvedev, Tiafo is literally the undercard of like this entire semifinal round because the best rivalry in tennis and the best matchup, in my opinion, other than anyone in this Phoenix draw, uh, because this is where the best tennis is Absolutely. obviously happening right now. Alcaraz. I mean, that's I think that rivalry is going to define the next 15 years on the ATP Tour. Where are you at with Indian Wells? Well, obviously, the, the Alcaraz Center match is a rematch of that quarterfinal, that epic yeah. quarterfinal that was played at with 3 in the morning yeah. Eastern time um, when uh, when Alcaraz had to save some match points. And we talked about it last night. Mats Vlander says it's the highest level of tennis he's ever seen. And a lot of people that know tennis the way mm-hmm. those guys do happen to agree. Now, as far as that rivalry is concerned, again, I would be curious as to what some of these pros you got Richard Gasquet over here and some of these guys that wonder what they would think is a rivalry defined by playing major finals or just playing great matches against one another along the way. I sure. think major finals really kind of forge those rivalries at the highest levels. Are we going to disagree again? Does disagreeing mean I'm wrong? Yes. I, okay. Fundamentally. Fair I enough. think so. Uh, on, on this show. Again, youth, uh, <laughs> youth, youthful exuberance. Yeah, I, no, I, I'm it's a more big just fan like, of it. It's just like, again, what more could you ask for, especially given their age? It's like, I agree, historically, if it's going to define the next 15 years, yes, there have to be some major finals. You're definitely right about that. 
sitting around match point on Alcaraz at the U.S. Open. He wins that. I'm, I think he probably goes on to win the title. And it's just like, if that's not a rivalry-defining moment or an inflection point in each of their young careers, like, to me, that's what gives this rivalry meat on the bone already. And then it's the fact that Sinner's 21, Alcaraz is 19, and statistically, they're already two of the four best players in the world. And it's just like, that. It's, it's, you're right, it's not there yet, but it has the makings of it. That's what I would agree with. Is yeah. I would say it sparks the potential for yeah, the that check marks, rivalry. like the things right. you have to like, hit yeah potential rivalries to watch yeah exactly alcaraz centers at the top 100%. of the list you gotta throw holger runa in that. into that and into that mix and you gotta you gotta throw him in there as well i think tommy paul may have a little something to say about yeah. it from time to time it was really a shame he i've really felt like he had that acapulco final in hand alex demonar is a guy that has put on some weight put on some muscle put on some mph on the serve and in a best-of-five set format, he is a guy that you might be careful could potentially ground you down into sawdust with the way he moves around the court. And to hear Mark Knowles refer to Alex Demonar's speed as being intimidating, yeah. that says a lot about how he's going to be able to perform in major championships. Yeah, absolutely. Again, go forward. There are a lot of really talented young players right now on the tour, including Nathan Ponwith, who is sitting to our left. And I believe if I get the thumbs up, you ready to join us, Nate? He is ready to join us. So we're going to bring up Nate Ponwith now. He's going to swap out for Andy if we yep, can. Yeah, let's, let's do a round of applause. Let's bring as in a young guy be for joined, an old yes, guy. Former Arizona State right. standout. Joining us here now once again. Nate Pond with appreciate it. I'll slide in for you. Scoochers. Scooch around. I was going to say, we, um, we, you we, have yeah, a seat you here. Andy, yeah. Take Andy's You're going to be right here, if you sir. you don't mind for us. Boys, girls, thank you all very much. Mr. Nathan Pondwith, to take my place. There you go, bud. Yeah, I appreciate it as we are joined now by Nate Pondwith. First of all, I think this is our first time doing this. Yes. First time, long time. I appreciate first it. Time Welcome. Crack, yes, yes. exactly. Me, thank brother. you for sitting. Uh, I know, obviously, this week, yeah, you were able to get an early round win in qualifying. Just in general, though, you're an Arizona kid. What does it mean to you to have this Phoenix event here at Arizona State? It's awesome. I mean, uh, there's not a other tournament here, so getting to play at home, it's a cool atmosphere yeah. here in Phoenix uh, Country Club. and to have uh, friends and family come out and just a, I know a big tournament and a lot of high-level tennis out here, so it's, uh, it's really special. Yeah, and, you know, for you in particular, again, you were able to get a round one qualifying win, and, you know, we were able to call a bunch of the SoCal Pro Circuit matches last year, and, you, you know, every yeah, semi yeah, we were commentating. Yeah, 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 we got yeah, a lot yeah, of Nate yeah, yeah, Pond with it, and yeah. so I'm curious right now, you know, how do you feel about your game? I think, what, you turned 25 this year, if you haven't already. Yeah, in the next month. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. happy early birthday, my friend. Um, how are you feeling about your level of your game right now? Yeah, I mean, it's getting better. I'm enjoying uh, playing, and I think that's just the important thing for me is just, just enjoying and just getting better mm -hmm. um you know this week has a lot of great players i had a good win um and then you know didn't didn't back it up but it's a good experience for me to, to get exposed at this high level and um yeah happy to happy to be here mm -hmm. have you noticed anything you know again because you've been on the futures grind obviously mm -hmm. and a lot of those futures players ranked 300 to whatever in the world finish line mm -hmm. um What's the biggest difference when you come to a level like this? Is it the efficiency? Is it a little bit of everything? What do you see? Yeah, I mean, guys are just better athletes. Um, sure. Bigger games. Don't make as many errors. The mm -hmm. margins are thinner. Um, you know, there's there's um, some similarities, but yeah, there's, the difference is just smaller margins for sure. Mm -hmm. And for you in particular, again, how have you gone about bridging that gap between you as you continue to work through this 2023 season? You know, again, what do you feel like right now is clicking best in your game? 
Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably playing mostly on the baseline, you know, improving sure. my serve, my return, um, getting rid of the weaknesses in my game, and, and just trying to move better is, is super important for me. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny you say that because, again, watching you a lot last summer, I feel like you were playing more aggressive. I feel yeah, like you are trying. trying yeah, yeah, so is yeah. that something you're consciously trying to do, and definitely, if so, why? Definitely, and less cracked rackets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, more, please, I insist. More? Yeah, for us. I don't I know. Mean. I don't have enough rackets. Yeah, We, need, we need to tell Wilson. I yeah, can okay. Give me some more rackets, and I can give you some content. Yeah, exactly. It's for uh, content purposes. Yeah, yeah for content purposes only. Yeah, yeah. nothing else. But tell no. ATP not to find me, though, if, yeah. I, if I break it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's above my pay grade. Yeah, But, you know, again, I am curious. That aggression, why? What is it about moving forward that you think will help you moving forward? I mean, yeah, because if, if I don't, I'm going to make too many errors and the opponent's okay. going to do it to me. So um, just figuring out ways I, I can, I can you know, differentiate myself and, um, you know, win is, is just, I'll, you know, do whatever it takes. But, yeah, just getting ways I can collect points and, and find a path to victory is important. So. Mm -hmm. And for you, you know, looking now next few months, obviously there are some opportunities in Europe, whether it be challengers, whether it be clay court futures, there's still gonna be some clay court events here, Sarasota, Savannah, and mm -hmm. you know, tons of futures action as well. I'm curious, what does that schedule look like for you these next few months? I think I'm doing those ones out in Florida. Okay. I'm still kind of figuring, figuring things out before that. Mm -hmm. um, so stay tuned. Okay, that's good. That's what I like to hear. Well, yeah, yeah. if you need any consultation, uh, yeah, I will yeah, be definitely. no help, but I'll try my best. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all that matters. I am curious, does it help you at all seeing all the Americans? I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm not going to ask you the stupid question because how many times do you get asked about Tommy and Taylor? You grew up with them. You were down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but yeah. just seeing the Americans more broadly, guys you know have success, does that motivate you? Like, it has definitely, to, right? Yeah, definitely. It's also just, they're my friends, so it's cool to see them do really well. Sure. Like, first and foremost, like, they're just, it's, it's great to see them um, have success. But, yeah, definitely it motivates you and say, you know, it's, it's possible and shows you other guys that, you know, we're in your position or you're close with. Um, just show you it's possible. That, that always gives you some inspiration for mm -hmm. sure. Do you feel like there is a buzz right now around American men's tennis? Like, do you find more casual people talking about tennis in I think your life so. yeah. i mean they told me about it because i know yeah, I tennis, so yeah, yeah, i'm true. definitely biased but yeah i mean i think there's a lot of up-and-comers a lot of talent mm -hmm. um yeah and i think they're they're yeah they're definitely making making tennis american tennis um great again so it's it's uh it's cool to see for sure yeah is it weird like do you stay up to watch Tommy in the semis are you going to do, like is that something you do or are you like i, watch I, the I, I like to watch tommy but so, i mean I usually try to catch the replay if it's too late. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, yeah, no, I watch all the guys. You know, I watch Taylor, um, Francis. I watch all, all the guys play. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're they're playing amazing out in Indian Wells. Um, Tommy had a tough one the other day, but I mean, they're all playing such high level. It's just it's really cool to see. So mm -hmm. no, it's I, you're absolutely right. And obviously, something that's really cool to see this Phoenix community. Is there a rich tennis community here in Phoenix? Because I'm looking at these crowds. I don't know. I mean, it helps to have the Berrettinis mm -hmm. of the world. Gascage, yeah, that helps worth, sure. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a bad definitely. thing. But talk to me about this Phoenix tennis community because I have been impressed. Yeah, no, it's, I think there is definitely a rich community. Um, I've been seeing a lot of friends and family the whole week. It's just fun. I've been hanging out. I practiced earlier. I'm just hanging out because I'm running yeah. into people and chatting. and it's, <laughs> yeah, sure. It's socializing. So they're definitely out here and um, with, with a, lot of, a lot of people. And it's just, everyone's having fun, you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there used to be a pro tournament here back in the day. I always grew up hearing stories about it. Yeah. Um, they got rid of it, but now Johnny's been able to bring this tournament and, and get all these really great players out. So I, I think the community is loving it. I've had a lot of friends that don't even play tennis, but they're asking me about it. And yeah, they're they're sure. going to come out and watch. So it, it's really cool. Did you get a ticket request or someone like, can you hook me up? A couple, yeah. You yeah. Know. <laughs> but we, yeah, I, I get them in. You know, we, yeah. we, we get it done. I want everyone to come out. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's know, a good time. So. I, I'm sure everyone appreciates that as yeah. well. Now, as it relates to the draw here, 
quarterfinals, I'm, you, I'm sure you don't know exactly who's left, but I am curious, is there anyone who stood out to you who you've gotten the chance to watch this week and you're like, yeah, I'm watching the rest of their matches? Yeah, I mean, I think Alex Kovacevic, you know, yeah. I've definitely been watching him. Um, he's, he's a good friend. Because you're 98 as well, right? Yeah, so You age. must have known him for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we grew up together too, and he's, he's playing really great. Um, but, I mean, all, all the players here, there's a lot of really high-level talent, so... Um, yeah, him and Nuno, just two guys went to college with, so I've yeah. known them from college, and just seeing them kind of break through, it's just, uh, it's really, yeah, it's great to see. Did you ever play Nuno? A couple times. Yeah. Uh, when I was at Georgia, actually, we played one time at Mississippi State, yeah. and then uh, we didn't finish the match, and then we played in the SEC Championship. Yeah, that uh, would have been a dog fight between you two. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we split sets the first time, didn't finish split sets the second time. He, he beat me in the third. Yeah, but, I, yeah he's, I, he's a great player, and uh, he's playing really well now. Quietly so. the most underrated college player of the 2010s, in my opinion. I, like, yeah, he was that good. He, he was, was good, man. He was there he was with really the good. Jubs and, like, yeah. the Torps and the Pondwiths yeah. and the Blumbergs <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, of the world. Guys, like, yeah. If you're making the short list, I think he's got to be on it. But, yeah, I mean, Koba as well. And, you know, again, more broadly, you do see a lot of college players now going out, having success out on the Pro Tour. Why do yeah. you think that is? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't have yeah, the full no, answer, yeah. but I would say, um, I don't know. I mean, I think the, the, as the game's just gotten more global over sure. you know, the last, whatever, 30 years, I think more international players are coming in, and I mean, still Americans, too. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I don't really know how, what to say. No, is but, it yeah. the maturing? Is it just, like, did it help to get to be a human for five years? For, for me, personally, yes. Yeah, okay. I can't speak for everyone else. For me, it was very important. Um, learned a lot and had a lot of experiences. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that helps a lot of players, you know, if they don't have, um, you know, a particularly stellar junior career, if they don't have the resources, they don't sure. have what, whatever it, they need to succeed, they can go to college and, and get kind of that stuff, and they can find their, their best tennis and then go from there yeah what about weight room stuff like did you mm -hmm. how much weightlifting did you do before going to georgia going to arizona state you know did it pick up in college do you feel like that helped yeah definitely is you know i was at some academies and stuff and, and you're always working out doing some stuff but um there's there's definitely high level coaches at, at these college facilities that, that help you uh push you in the right direction for sure yeah no it's awesome to see and yeah i mean it's got to be nice right are you still train ever at arizona state you go hit all with some time. of the guys all yeah. the time yes yeah. yeah. when i'm here I'm, I'm working out with them all the time yeah so, so it's you tell resource. me because at one point he was the hottest thing since sliced bread and obviously we saw what he was able to do as a freshman last season uh i'm blanking on an a there's so many names running through my head right now not mm -hmm. mckinnon who plays one for arizona state this oh, year murphy. yeah murphy, murphy casone thank yeah, you yeah, again yeah, it's yeah. rear blank yeah is he as good as yeah big murphy is he the real deal He's the real deal, man. Yeah. He's playing great. And uh, they actually, they're playing against Cal right now. I was just following the match. Uh, yeah, how they doing? I think it, it was 2-1 Cal. Yeah, Cal's good. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a good it's, battle. It's a good match, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Will there be, would you see a world where you ever get back into the college coaching rank? Because I feel like you would make a hell of a recruiter. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> have to be the right school. I don't know. It had to be the right situation. But, yeah, you never know. Mm -hmm. uh, that'd be fun. I could see that for sure. Yeah. You, Matt Hill, just building a, a dynasty. Be a duo right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be a duo, yeah. He'll do all the paperwork. You'll do all the yeah, fun stuff. That's exactly. A, that's, that's I, like, I like where your head's at. Yeah, yeah. No, come on. Look, I, yeah, I just want you to succeed. Here, yeah, come on. I know yeah. what it is. Or I always like to joke around. I like to think I'm third in line to the Michigan job. Like Steiny, yeah. Becker, Good. 30 years than me. They'll make a new job for you. Bro. Yeah. Exactly. You'll be create your own position. The volunteers volunteer. That's yeah. what I like to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, project no, no. That, that's already a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I need okay. to create the new job there. Yeah, so yeah, volunteers yeah. volunteer. But exactly. no, I mean, again, Nate, it's always a uh, pleasure to get the chance to chat with you, even though this is the first time. I, I yeah. feel like we've been navigating the circles for yeah. a while, hovering. Yeah. So I yeah. appreciate you taking the time to chat. And yeah, I mean, I, I got 
30 minutes more of questions to ask you, but I'll, we'll do. We'll save it for round number two. Sounds so great, Nathan Pond with thank you very much. Appreciate you joining oh, I appreciate us here tonight. You, man. Yep. Great to see you. Great to see you as well. And that'll do it, obviously, for our coverage here tonight. Now we've got matches starting at six center court. We appreciate all of you who have tuned in and all of you who have joined us here. Day number five in Phoenix.